Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. And I am the final one to announce himself, Tip. And today we're going to talk about the new episode of Last of Us, the third episode with Bill and Frank. I forgot what it was called. It's like something like long, long time or something like that. Did I get it right? But it's it's the third episode with Bill and Frank. And I think we only had like maybe like one zombie in this episode. And it was oh, like, yeah. Frank was a trapper. Yeah. But the rest of the episode was like Bill. It was a love story. A love story, uh, y'all. Uh, I think I'm in love with this story. Uh, but you know what else we're in love with here at Zeitgeist Zealots? That's right, the Bad Batch, Star Wars. We're in love with pain and distracting background noise. <laughs> we love it all here. Well, I think before we dive in The Last of Us, maybe yeah, let's, some news for us. Yeah, let's That's talk about news. things we don't love. Like a the big, news for us before The Last of Us. A big from Justin Roiland. Right, grows, more details have come out. Uh, uh, was that a bad uh, pun? Network, was that a, ba- a pun network, in bad taste? Cartoon Network oh, is I didn't now know accepting. More details came out. Cartoon Network is now accepting. Uh, well, at least they should be accepting. He's auditioning for all of Justin Rowland's characters. Um, all, two, all two of them. Yeah. He can only do two I voices. Mean, he only has oh. two voices, but those two voices span a thousand characters. Those two voices have grossed some hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, more bad puns. Gross. Uh, okay, so speaking of um, money, I want to ask you guys' opinion about this. What if I said that the Flash movie is going to be one of the greatest superhero movies of all time? What would you think? Is that bullshit? Can we, can we, can we hear that me? from someone who isn't working for WB? Well, well, all right. Well, no, that was me. That was me. That was my opinion. You see, you, you, you took but away the I, I, I think James Gunn's seen it, though. Because but James Gunn has seen audience. it, yeah. So yeah. James Gunn has seen it, and James Gunn said, yeah, so the yeah, James Gunn has said that the Flash movie is one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. So, for everyone out there, including us, who are wondering why did they X Batgirl and not The Flash, right? Which would be a substantially bigger cut on taxes, right? Uh, we were all speculating that it was Flashpoint, it was resetting the DC universe, and it probably still is. But actually, actually, guys, it turns out that they might not have fired Ezra Miller after all of his terrible, terrible things, uh, allegedly. Um, because this movie's good, which does sound pretty Hollywood, right? Hollywood's way more about talent over ethics or morale morals right well not even like talent in this case it's just if they think the movie the movie is going to be financially successful they're going to keep him on just regardless of the things he's done it does his personal life it does come down to the dollars at the end of the day because he was like just to start off with just a terrible choice for barry allen to begin with he is like acts nothing like him looks nothing like him uh, it was just a very strange casting choice to begin with, and I think I don't know. I think he's just. I think some. He's just. He has. I think he just has familial connections in Hollywood, as most young actors do. That's you know, I think parts. like I think I'm pretty sure like one third of actors are someone's son, or someone's someone's daughter of someone famous. I mean, or someone. But Forrest, Forrest, but hear me out on this. Perhaps they've come from 
ancestral thespianship. If you think about that as just a lineage throughout human history, perhaps it's just that their genes, you know, produce so thespian more more of a nurture character. than a uh, nepotism. Is that what you're saying? Which is pretty apt, considering that sure. this upcoming Sunday we have the first Super Bowl ever to host competing brothers. Right? You got one brother on one team, one brother on the other team. Right? Is that nature? Is that nurture? It's probably a combination of both. Right? Which also, yeah. Well, it's 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 so you you grow up in this environment, right? But then right. also you probably get acting classes because you're interested in it. And then, I mean, acting is very difficult. You yeah, I mean, I like talent. to think. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like I think. Tell that, that Keanu Reeves. Your children, Tippers, will have a green thumb, much like their father. Speaking of Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted, wasn't there a show called Frank and or Bill and Frank? That oh, I was trying to segue that one. I'm not quite there. Well, yet. you can segue so, into for a. Uh, IP that has been around much longer than Ted and Bill's Excellent Adventure, and that's Scooby Doo, guys. I I know a lot of our listeners here aren't listening or aren't watching a lot of the filth and crap that's on TV, and I am I'm so happy. That's like what we're here for, right? Like we're here to break down the Bad Batch, and I'm here to tell you how terrible Velma is, uh, or give you some of the highlights <laughs> from it, right? Um, it turns out in the latest episode of Velma, which, you know, shoot me, right? It turns out Scooby-Doo was a CIA PSYOPs project where they put soldiers' brains into animals' bodies. So, zoinks. Um, they also divulge the origin of jinkies, right? So, just, dude, so... Like, if you can't describe, like, projects in the mid and the early 2020s, it's taking ip from before 2000 and then explaining it right it's like where did han solo's dice come from where did velma get the word jinkies from right like we were just fresh out of ideas yeah um <laughs> i don't care about this show so but i'm glad you're taking one of the team oh i don't either I don't, I don't care about it either i care about the fans and i want them to know this episode's also not worth watching, right? We are over six, but that cannot be said for the Bad Batch. Am I right, Robbie? Yeah, I watched yeah, it. Yeah, dude. dude. All right, so for, Bad Batch. For, season, yeah, what, did you watch right? last week's episode for us? Yeah. I, oh, no, course, I couldn't. I, I think I got like 10 minutes into it. So I, I can't do this. Oh, you All didn't right, we'll even get to the giant robot? No. Ah, uh, the giant robot was cool, but I get that. Listeners, if you're like Forrest and you're, you skip that, you skip, you skipped, you skip that episode. You know, watch this one because this one's actually action-packed, pretty damn good. Directed by uh, Miguel Shapoknik. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's the director from. Uh, uh, if you haven't watched any of the rest of the of the season, yeah. just hop into this show right yeah. here. Yeah, just hop into. It will make perfect sense, episode dude. Six. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, what's Bad Batch? I don't know. Watch this. How much, how much sense What's do you really know, right? They fucking land, right? We'll go over <laughs> the episode, right? They land, they shoot some stuff, right? Uh, but I was making a joke about how dark the episode is. Uh, uh, Miguel Shapoknik is that guy from not Lord of the Rings, not Ring of Power, Game of Thrones, that motherfucker. 
Um, but cool. So, Rob, what do you think about the episode overall? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought this was probably one of the strongest episodes, if not the strongest, at least action-packed episode of the season, if not the series. What do you think? Yeah, I, I can agree with it. Just, hey, they uh, bring in Wookiees and Jedi. Right? Oh, a Wookiee Jedi, right? And you can't have a Wookiee without a Tradoshan slave trapper, right? Because, you know, you got to keep going back to that well over and over again. That's a Clone Wars reference. Uh, was that, is that what those robots were? No, no, that's what the, the green reptiles, the Tradoshans. Oh, okay. Or Transoshans. Yeah, uh, you might remember them from... They just seemed like they wanted to burn everything. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. So, because, yeah, because they were on oh, Kashyyyk, the uh, planet he was offering uh, for fun. Was offering a hundred Wookiee pelts to who found yeah, dude, the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it's like, the, does he already have those in oh, stock, yeah. or is the, he the, saying the, you can go hunt a hundred of them or something? The the Tradoshans uh, are really big on like enslaving Wookies. Uh, it's like a really Jeez. part of like the extended universe lore. Uh, if you remember back to um, the book of Boba Mando, right? We actually see Black Chrysanthema rip the arms off of a Tradoshan uh, at the casino. What? Put some translation from real life. To, what did he do with the arms afterwards? Uh, nothing. He walked away. He definitely oh. didn't, he definitely didn't grab him, put him on stage, and, and light him up and smoke him like the fingers from uh, Metalocalypse. <laughs> we'll call back to the last episode. Before Steve, I get, I, of course, I get where you're coming from, right, dude? I sat down today to watch this episode, right? And the logo came on, and the music came on, the, the Bad Batch, and then, like, it said, skip intro. And my first thought was literally, I wish I could skip this entire episode, right? Like, that's like, just, like, my honest feelings. I was not looking forward to watching this episode, so. Why do you guys do this? Why not watch a good show? Is there not anything good on? Well, besides Last of Us, which is be a great segue, but I guess we gotta go. There's, there has we to be something. Do what about like, uh, what about, um, I mean, like, like nothing... Andy Gro- we, we could do, we could do like an, we could rehash like an old show. What if we like, oh, yeah, we like could do win Gargoyles. in and Gargoyles is on Disney Plus. That's a great show. Um, that's probably the yeah. best, that's probably the best original content. Ooh, Disney's ever Gargoyles. Done. All right, but like, what about, um, since we were just talking about Power Rangers last week, they did a crossover with. Uh, Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. Big Bad Beetleborgs. Big yeah. Bad. I don't remember that one now. You don't remember Big Bad Beetleborgs? The world of Beetleborgs? So, anyway, that's what we should I, That was watch. a joke. I literally seen this theme song, so obviously I remember it. So, obviously, joke remember it. I mean, you. No, no, no. I got the joke. I was just double checking because, like, dude, I reference a lot of TV shows and movies that I have never seen. Dude, you could spend your entire life with me, right? Being my roommate, thinking I have seen the Indiana Jones movies, and I have not. I haven't seen any of them, right? But I can reference with the best. But of them. all right, give me the Indiana Jones theme song then. Dun 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 I have never seen this. It was close, but it wasn't. Yeah, I gotta say, right? My Big Bang Beetleborgs theme song was perfect. So I think that, that proves that I've seen the show. You did a really crappy Indiana Jones theme song, which I, I would believe you hadn't seen the show. You hadn't seen the okay. movies. Uh, except except you're forgetting one thing, uh, Forrest, and that's talent. That's pure talent. I could sing you my favorite song, and you'd still be like, I don't think you've ever heard that song before. That's because I am like just totally deaf. I cannot, I cannot carry a tune 
if I had six arms, like insert Beelborg reference. Do, do these Beelborgs have? No, they only have two arms. Darn it. Well, you get the joke, right? The Beals in real life have six arms. Well, I've never seen Top Gun, but I know Highway to the Danger Zone. You yeah. know, they play that song four times. You You've never seen Top Gun? Come on. No. I've never seen it either, but Come I need to play it four times thanks to Honest Trailers. I don't like Tom Cruise, so. I mean, oh, speaking of Tom Cruise, I don't have yeah. any platform. I mean, I could tweet this out to my 50 followers, but what's the fucking point here, right? Like, uh, George Santos, are you guys familiar with George Santos? This, uh, see a politician, this politician up in New York who was lying about everything Wait. from being a star volleyball player with double knee surgery to, uh, he was a, this is actually, this is not a lie. He was a drag queen, uh, down in Brazil. Um, he told the people he was Jewish, but, like upon further investigation it was like jew dash ish like he was kind of jewish yeah not like jewish like dude like the guy's like a, a complete scam um and i honestly i look at him dude and like i think the only thing that's gonna save like his political career right uh would be scientology like what a complete 180 this guy would do in scientology you look at him and you're like you're you fucked up so much like there is nowhere else you can go but scientology like to, to save yourself <laughs> that's how far you've fallen <laughs> that is how far you've fallen when scientology is the only thing that's gonna bring you back yeah well we love scientology <laughs> the church of scientology wants to promote or uh give us some money to promote them um yeah, All I don't right, know. hold on a second. Hold on a second. Forrest, Forrest can you take this show on out of principle, TV? I think I would have to bow. I out. would. I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, <laughs> right. if, if they pay us like fifty grand per ad, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll so, promote uh, the hell out of Church of Science. On, on, on the matter, on a, <laughs> on a matter of capitalism, I would have to drop tip really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think tip might. Well, I think tip would probably drop some of his principles if he was offered fifty grand. Yeah, yeah just that right there. <laughs> just to just promote just promote church design quality. Anyway, let's I, uh, get to um, yeah. the DC news that let's, James Gunn announced this week. Yeah, sure. Uh, we were halfway through Bad Batch, but let's circle back to DCEU. I would yeah. take sixty grand and a Scientology brain scan. Okay, with that every man has his yeah. Price. Because if I'm taking the money, you gotta you can't just take the money. You gotta take the cake. You know? Look, well, we if you how, it, let's go it, full conversion. Sixty grand is probably how much it costs to be a year-long member of Scientology. You have to pay Yeah, no, because then I would pay pay off my house and you know. And then you mortgage that. There's another. I mean, there's a reason. There's not. That's just not a random number. So here's James Gunn announced. Let's go back to Scientology for a second before we get back to James Gunn. I'm already bored. Let's put the back real sad. All right, so like. Here's my thing about like going clear, right? Like Scientology is clearly the worst, right? Like everyone, like like Leah Rimes is out there. She's even on a Joe Rogan episode. If you don't want to watch like the documentary on HBO, right? Like, there, like you can, the truth is out there. Not to get all like uh, X Files on you guys, but what's uh, that theme song, Major? Yeah, do 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 do. You've never seen X Files. I've never seen X Files. How close was that? How close was that? <laughs> All right, so I missed the fourth. I, I, I had yeah. one, two, three, four, five. Hey, you, you, you kind of started it. <laughs> but like, all right, so like, Dude, we should just rewatch the X Files. Let's just take that. That would be freaking. It's a show that started off have nightmares again for years. That was a scary <laughs> show. We were three years old. That show messed me up, dude. 
Like you literally a guy getting years? his head cut off and growing it back. That's like traumatizing when you're a three-year-old. Oh, anyway, yeah. no, or the guy who's oh yeah, it was great. It was the great living guy. or the 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 man-sized leech or whatever it was. Oh, oh what what? Yeah. I can hear people describing as this conversation. The talking, the talking tattoo. Yeah. That was scary. Anyway, uh, uh, so James speaking Gunn. Speaking of scary, let's talk about Superman Legacy. Yeah, so James Gunn. I think he's right. I don't know if he's directing it, but yeah, yeah he's, he's writing it. Writing. That's why it's scary. We've all have, has anyone else seen James Gunn last Superman? So movie? we're gonna have to see Superman going off like telling a joke that just runs on for way too long, and he's gonna be dancing to. Um, I don't know, Saturday Night Fever. I don't know. Hey, if 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 Superman lasers off some guy's dick though, I will I will stand up in the middle of the theater and I will furiously applaud until the, until the credits of the movie. If James Gunn makes Superman to Homelander, I don't or know. no, I was thinking Peacemaker. I was thinking like Peacemaker shenanigans, not Homelander. Uh, and the evil. I was thinking more of like the whimsical kind of thing. But you're right. Uh, that would never happen. You think it's going to be a return to? Uh, I guess I was gonna say Legacy Superman, but that's it's called Superman Legacy. Um, Probably less neck snapping, at least. Superman bound in heritage with his human upbringing. Like Guys, every it other sounds movie. like we're gonna see another Superman origin story. Who here is excited to see another Krypton explode? It's like seeing Bruce Wayne's parents get murdered. Yeah, again. except again, except. It's a good gauge for how CGI has enhanced over the years, right? If you just like you just time lapse every Krypton exploding, you'll see the huge advancements in CGI. So they're basically paying less for writers and more for graphic designers. So really, if we're to encourage young children in this day and age to pursue any career, it would be it's CGI. Three years out. So in my other podcast, or like just... you want a little rant about it, you can check it out if you like business and stock market news. Uh, it's the Roots Report. But if you, and I also tweet it out if you follow me on Twitter, um, the labor, the, the Bureau What's of Twitter? Labor Statistics. What's Twitter? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what is has that? has like puts out reports right uh, like economic reports about like the statistics of our labor right and the data that that that, that makes up the statistics right and like in the thousands right like the age group like 16 to 25 there's like 10,000 forestry workers right 7,000 forestry workers i think and in the 55 to 65 and older age right 65 or 55 and up range right it's like four times as much right and you see that in forestry you see that in like mechanics you see that in like uh, construction right you see that in agriculture like there's just like a, a massive amount of people with like skill sets like hand like hard work and skill sets with elbow grease like that are just like about to retire in the next 10 20 years and then you look at like the young people coming into the, those fields and like they replace them on like on a one to four or a one to five basis. It's really kind of scary. Uh, so learn, Hold on, wait, 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 though. I, I, I will say this. Yeah, I, I will say this, dude. People really, I mean, you don't really get into your career when you're that young. I mean, you're just hopping around doing, you know, service stuff. And, you know, at some point, though, you got to make a career and, you know, you might get a job at a manufacturing plant and you're. You know, when you settle down, you got a wife, you got kids, you got a job, you know, you get a job at, you know, X plant or, you know, Y factory and, or 
you know, this hospital, that, you know, whatever it might might be, whatever institution. Yeah, that's a great point. That's, you know, that's a fantastic point. I did not have the data set from 10 or 20 years ago to compare against, right? Because maybe forestry has always had a, a, a low number of young employees, right? Maybe it takes uh, life yeah. to kick the shit out of you before you decide to, to go find yourself. Man, you're like 40, 45 years old. You're like, man, I might go cut some trees down. Right? You <laughs> and might then replant just... them. <laughs> right? Or you might decide to take on this amazing adventure heading uh, the next 10 years of the DC extended universe, right? Ooh, very, very nicely like, done. Thank you. Things like Superman Legacy or The Authority, which yeah, everyone's read that. It's, I, yeah, everyone knows The Authority. It's basically like what if Superman and Batman were a couple. 2026. I mean, it's more than that, but it's sort of like one of the uh, selling points of that series. It's like an adult, more like that mature is- Justice League, but what if Superman and Batman were boyfriend and boyfriend? Uh, and right. uh, yeah, because there's, there's a there's a Superman's called Apollo. Gag me with the spoon. And, Bat- and, and Batman's called Midnighter. This came well, out. Like, I mean- really- this came out in the early 2000s when it was like really innovative. If it okay. came out now, it'd be per- like provocative. But... Yeah, it'd be derivative as fuck. So but, like, we're all gonna make a bunch of jokes about this because kind of like uh, in 20 minutes we're about to talk how beautiful or we're about to talk how beautiful The Last of Us this episode was. And by yeah, 20 minutes, guys, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in like five minutes. We're about to rush through the rest of this. We're gonna get to The Last of Us. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, uh, no, you know what? I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Batman dating Robin. Let's go. Let's fucking. That's very good. Let's do this. Not if he's eight years old, Major. I, I mean, maybe we, you know, it's sort of like the last time. All right. Well, fiction. what do you. I can see, like, see? Batman and Joker being, like, weird, British well, kind of guys. people, but. You guys are interrupting my transition. I'm trying to transition to the next one, but you guys keep interrupting me, which makes me just sound like a pedophile. What's your, so what's your transition? I'm going to have to interrupt you guys right now to say, like, that joke did not land. Please do not count that. Like, I, I'm trying to transition to the brave and the bold, which is uh, based on yeah, Greg Morrison's that, comic book series where Batman well, and Damian Wayne as Robin, a.k.a. Yeah. the son of the bat. Like, whenever I get Dick Grayson as Robin on screen again, it seems that way. Um... It's a well, shame. You should, go by your, you should go by your real name. It's so beautiful. Robin. Oh, gosh. Don't even bring that up. Uh, That's so, so stupid, but dude. Like, you bring, yeah. You is, bring, he gonna, is he going to use his real name as his superhero uh, identity? What the fuck, Nolan? <laughs> it was, he, he so did not care about that movie. He was like, I'm only doing this so I get funding <laughs> he was for like, He was like, I made the greatest movie of all time. I had Heath Ledger. I'm done. Yeah, and they were like, you can't make your next movie unless you make Batman 3. And he's like, yeah, dude. crap, he I'll do really, it. it. He really felt like he was like a Supergirl because he was more like a woman of tomorrow, right? Well, they're doing that series too. Or I don't know if it's going to be a movie or a TV series. They're doing a Supergirl series. It's going to be a film, according to CBC. Oh, okay. Are they going to use the girl from the Flash movie? I do not believe so. Okay. Um, but it's going to be based on Tom King's comic series. So Supergirl's going to be like a, a hundred times. Uh, but if I remember correctly, this is more of like a, a battle-hardened Supergirl. Like, she watched Krypton die, and then she was, like, sent to Earth to watch uh, to, to watch over Kal-El, right? Uh, Clark Kent. Uh, and then I can't remember if this is her or Power Girl, but, like, they got caught up in the sun or some kind of rotation. So they end, they end up going to Earth, like, way later 
yep. life than they're supposed to. And like Superman's already Superman. Yep. And so Supergirl's kind of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? It's like, you're my sidekick now. Yeah. yeah um, I think uh, Supergirl could be good. I know, I, I know like Peter David did a series with her that was pretty good. And I think anything Peter David does is great. Um, Let me ask but yeah, you this. we'll see. Supergirl over Wonder Woman, right? You have a Superman, you have a Batman. No Wonder Woman, we're doing Supergirl. Do you think this is the right choice? Well, I think more Wonder Woman would definitely be. I mean, if they're, if they're doing like, if they're already rebooting Batman when Re- Matt Reeves hasn't even finished his Batman trilogy, then I'm pretty sure they can do another Wonder Woman with or without Gal Gadot. Um, hopefully, well, they're Flash too. Do you want to end continuity or you want to out of continuity? Like, you in, want to end in, the new... in, in the Snyderverse continuity for sure, because they're going to get rid of Cavill. Oh, uh, no, no. not coming back. Uh, Dude, that, that second Wonder Woman movie was so bad, dude. Just kill it, yeah. dude. Yeah. Get, kill, uh, it if you ha- end it, kill it if you have to. Whatever that dumb Star Wars line is. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I'd be fine with them rebooting everything at this point. But they don't, they don't seem to want to get rid of Because they're doing, like, the Amanda Waller show, which they're bringing about Viola Davis. I mean, like, can you blame them, though? Like, dude, she's perfectly cast. But so was but Henry Cavill. So was Henry Cavill, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, like, so was Henry Cavill. Guns, guns just, like, he... They won't make up their mind. They won't make a decision. Like, are they going to reboot? Or are they not going to reboot? And it's just I mean, that's what that's pissing people off because they just won't make a commitment to what they want to do. Oh yeah, they and then people they are don't... like, "Oh, James Gunn didn't uh, fire his wife," and it's like, "Yeah, bro, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, what? Happy wife, happy life." Um, yeah, man. Like what? So, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if she's even going to be Peacemaker season two. I haven't even heard anything because he's probably like so freaking busy with like everything else he got to do DC wise that he might Peacemaker season two might not even happen. Um, but he's he's writing like a Creature Commandos cartoon series. I'm uh, only vaguely. Episodes. I'm vaguely familiar with them. I just know it's like a bunch of monsters, like universal monsters. But since they're it's all the, public the domain, states, right? You got a you got a werewolf, a vampire, like uh, yeah, Dracula. That's the vampire. You got you got like uh, uh, a Frankenstein's monster, right? It's like yeah, I thought all, all the, these were all the public domains. Yeah, because Marvel has like Werewolf by Night. They have their own version of Dracula. They have something called a Living Mummy. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. But what about Waller? So they have a TV show coming. So they have five TV shows coming out. They announced five movies. How are they uh, make five, it the fifth movie is Swamp Things. The five television projects will go through Creature Commandos, Waller, Booster Gold, Lanterns, and Paradise Lost. Let's go back to Waller. This series will feature characters from Peacemaker. So basically, her daughter and I guess the um, who, who, Economos is that his name? The big guy with the uh, yeah, with the dye, yeah, dye beard. They should just do like a Suicide Squad TV show at this point. They, they like, want to bring yeah. back Waller, you know, just and like what's great about Suicide Squad is a great way to like showcase like C list DC villains, dude. Yes, and I like, would, like that's what I was, I was about to pitch. Like, what if it's like five or six hour long episodes and they're each like standalone, right? And it's just her like picking different wacky fucking villains out of the the prison right and then going and face a different wacky fucking villain yep. like that would be fun so yeah we'll see king. god dang it that that's probably gonna happen i'm sure james gunn has convict king on his radar and he wants to use them because we had polka dot man in a freaking movie and yeah, uh, and, squirrel girl. <laughs> and squirrel girl too excuse me squirrel girl too so then we have booster gold which uh, yeah. Kids on the block are all about the booster gold, right? Uh, old heads, maybe not so much. Uh, all but... I know about booster gold is that he was on like a really good episode of Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> he's basically uh, just like a base, uh, you know, 
sort of like a, a C-list member of the Justice League, and like while all the other heroes are fighting like Mordru or this big bad, he sort of like goes on like a side mission and prevents like a black hole from swallowing the city. All I mean, uh, while like he, he gets like no credit for it, but he gets the girl at the end. So hey man, you know, it all that's all that out. matters, right? It's all, uh, that's all that matters is getting the girl at the end. Well, and then so he was Mr. on. Gold yeah. is he's a basic bitch from the future. Right, who wants to be special, so he goes back in time and just has a bunch of feature tech, and that's why he's a superhero. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So it's like, if, it's like if you went back to the Middle Ages and you just had like a drone with you and like a gun and um, you know a car, he would be a superhero of the Middle Ages. Yeah, basically, just those, right? So, um, and then we yeah, have lanterns, so which is going to be a true detective style. Uh, yeah, show. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, but at least I'm glad they're bringing back Hal Jordan because I think he's like you know he's Dr. obviously the, Hal Jordan. He's the star of the franchise. Um, but I'm guessing they're gonna go like like uh, hard traveling heroes like with Green Arrow and Green Lantern. It was like a series where like Green Lantern and Green Arrow went on like a road trip around America and they would like solve crimes or like fight yes injustice like that. Or, but yeah, maybe was... hopefully better. I'm uh, guessing then, yeah. Check it, bro. Check it. Paradise Lost. Rob, what do you think about this? A Game of Thrones style show set in Themyscira, home of the Amazons, and birthplace of Wonder Woman. This drama focuses on the genesis and political intrigue of an island of all women. I'm so sick of the Game of Thrones style tag putting on all these shows. Like they're kind of missing the point of Just Game of Thrones. It's it like Game of Thrones was so innovative. And now every everything else wants to be imitative. Game of Thrones didn't was it? Was so. Game of Thrones innovative, or was it just Lord of the Rings, but they like with TNA killed your yeah. favorite characters? It was Lord of the Rings with TNA. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, like my favorite know, thing, the, one of my favorite things about Game of Thrones, not a Song of Ice and Fire, right? Like that's a forest realm, right? But one of the things about Game of Thrones is like you wrote these beautiful characters, and these beautiful characters follow the logic of these characters right and sometimes that shit got them killed right like the red wedding right like uh john's brother what's his name fucking you know fell in love with uh, that nurse lady right and he followed his heart and it got him killed right that's the logical conclusion i don't know if he followed his heart <laughs> he followed no. the, the heart of the penis yeah because uh, he literally says that he says like you said you married her for love all i see is like a nice pair of tits. <laughs> that thing is what Lord Frey says. Something, something, something along with that is like, I always see a pretty face and a nice and a tight, tight body. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I guess uh, that was a uh, one way it was innovative. It like killed off yeah, popular so, characters you know, or main characters unexpectedly. So, like, unless you let me ask books. you this: That is what Game of Thrones is. It's it's high fantasy with the murder of your actual favorite characters. So if you have MTNA. a Game of Thrones style show. In Themyscira, yeah. One is there going to be tits so and ass in my Amazon? There's going to be a lot then, of lot of lady on lady loves. So that's probably going to boost ratings right there. But I'm not really crazy about all these shows. going to do it. That are prequels to. Uh, I mean, Krypton. I think was a good idea because we know Jarrell oh, and we know such Zod, a good first season. And we know Zod. Such we know all these characters. We know what happens Krypton. But I know if uh, I don't know if that that formula for Themyscira is going to work because like all we know is like what Hippolyta. And I mean, it might work now. I think about it. It's just gonna be like an all-female cast, bro, but it's like you show enough, you show enough TNA, it's gonna work. Yeah, just a lot of. Um, I mean, bringing in like a lot of like Greek mythological figures. I mean, like Hercules tries to invade and steal the girdle of Hippo, Hippolyta. Like that's one of his twelve labors in the old uh, myths. Right. So that could be kind. Of, that be kind of cool. Like bringing like That'd the Hydra, 
you know, bringing like have like cameos by the Greek gods and stuff. Um, maybe have like um, international Amazons from like all over the world. Like, there's like several tribes of Amazons in the comics. Oh yeah, like, the, there's uh, one, the, the Bana, Egyptian Amazons. Yeah, the Bana, have, that's the Bana Migal. There's a tribe of Amazons in the actual Amazon River. <laughs> um, uh, so like, there's like different tribes of Amazons around the world. So I mean, if they could like explore that, tap into that then it could be cool uh but yeah i mean it'll be like an all-female cast and you know that that's definitely what people are hankering for these days so um you know why the last man totally dropped the ball on that premise but i think maybe you know anything with good enough writers can be interesting but you can write any any storyline can be good if you write it well yeah but it's just like gotham krypton like this new madam web which is like a prequel to spider-man with no spider-man just like all these prequels without the heroes we care about and like pennyworth is like another one like about you want to hear about batman's butler no well here's four scenes of nope it. yeah dude <laughs> i love batman uh don't love his and, butler and, and I've, I've never watched pennyworth i have no desire to watch pennyworth remember when sony was going to do an aunt Mame solo movie where she was a spy before she met uncle Penny? <laughs> it was so <laughs> yeah. stupid yeah, so it was that. like, and that might still happen. They're doing a freaking Madam Web movie, a movie nobody wanted. Uh, they're doing uh, a Craven the Hunter movie. I'm intrigued. I'm. I went. It's that, just I went like so Web over Craven the Hunter, who is an animal rights activist. What? He wears like a pelt of a lion. He's an animal and rights activist. And he's like, guy. he hunts the world's deadliest creatures. And he's an animal rights activist. What is he craving? Is he craving Beyond Meat? What is happening here? Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were like all the main shows. I think it was like another show they mentioned. Um, the, the Authority, obviously. I haven't read any of The Authority, but that's where like, I think Warren Ellis wrote it. He's like, a, he wrote Transmetropolitan. So like a lot of British invasion writers wrote The Authority. And it's just sort of like a weird sort of take on the Justice League, you know, but with original characters. It was like one of those comic books that sort of um, like Watchmen and before the boys it sort of just like uh broke down the superhero genre or deconstructed it so that could be interesting if done right um and what else did they announced they announced a swamp thing movie yeah uh which i would care more about if the swamp thing tv show on hbo max wasn't so good and they canceled it so i'm pissed off about that i wish they just announced a season two of that rather than just do a movie uh but yeah they canceled it because of the tax issues yeah so they didn't even cancel it because the show was bad because it obviously yeah. wasn't but um, just yeah, but they're going to have like, a hard no time watched... topping that design, though, because the design for Swamp Thing in that show was perfect. Fucking um, keep it. Why not keep it then? Uh, I mean, if they want to, but they probably want to differentiate it from the show. So, but James Mangold might direct it, so that got me intrigued. He did, he did Logan. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Some other movies like uh, Three Ten to Yuma with Christian Bale is pretty good. So a, that could be good. Excellent. If they make it rated R, I'll be really, I'll be really excited because I think a radar Swamp Thing. Um, could be really would cool. Be, would be fire, right? Uh, and then to wrap things up for our DCEU, just to reassure our old fans, much like ourselves, um, lots of the uh, old cast are coming back for 2023, uh, including Shazam and Fury of the Gods. We also have the Flash movie. We have a Blue Beetle movie. And don't forget Aquaman, the last kingdom. Oh yeah. Aquaman, the, the lost. I don't movie. think we're getting the trench anymore. Are we still getting the trench? Oh, I, I doubt it. I think that's yeah. dead in the water. The only way that movie could have been cool is there's a, there's a team in the comics called the sea devils and they're sort of like the fantastic four, but they explore the sea nice. instead of, uh, you know, space or dimensions, other stuff. So if it starred them, 
then it could have been cool. But um, I mean, I don't know. I think just by itself, the trench just like a, as a horror movie, interesting idea. But we've already seen them, so like I think uh, like the scare was novelty would be gone, and that would have been good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll I see how Aquaman on. two works out. Um, but yeah, and I think and we'll uh, I think Batman two with uh, Robert Pattinson's going to be in its own world. Obviously, Joker two yeah, is going to be in its own world, so it's going to yeah, be called DC Else World. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not super excited about anything that's coming out really or anything that was announced. I mean, I think Swamp Thing once they get James Gold, Mangold on it attached officially i'll probably be a little bit more intrigued once we find out who's doing the authority um but like waller yeah, i don't some, care about let's get some casting right most like, tv I... shows i care about but i think once we like have some casting and like some writers announced and get some trailers i might turn around but like just the announcements by themselves i wasn't really intrigued so but we'll see but yeah last of us so um this was the third episode and uh, Nick Offerman and played what, Bill. What a fantastic story, here, right? Like we most of the time, most of this this episode, we explore the story of Bill and Frank, right? Mm-hmm. Which is very different than the game, right, Robbie? Yeah, because yeah. like, oh, I'm not yeah, Robbie, they, but they definitely, yeah, they definitely changed things on this one. What do you guys but, think, Rob's? Rob's going to break down the changes, but what do you guys yeah. think overall? Did you like the change? The change yeah, in the game I never they, played. I'd say they, I'd say they did a good job with it. Forces like they, uh, they, the game they don't really played, go but... very deep into it at all in the game. They, <laughs> well, they, they get they very saw... deep in the TV show, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I, I, I think they pretty much, um, you know, they just made out in bed for a little bit, but I don't think it got too graphic at least because I know like Nick Offerman, he's married to the girl, he's married to the chick from uh, <laughs> uh what's 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 the show called? Also, Parks and Recreation. Uh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. She, she's a, does a lot not Darman Greg the other one Will and Grace oh Will and Grace yeah, Will and Grace, Will and Grace yeah. yeah so we know he's married to a woman in real life I think the other dude is gay in real life and I didn't realize it at the time he's the guy from the White Lotus show oh so he's like an Australian actor so I didn't even know it was that I think, dude I thought they were both fantastic I thought I was talking to Robbie I thought it was pretty funny I sent him a meme uh, like the last time I saw um, Nick Offerman in a role was as Ron Swanson and like he had just rubbed the middle of his mustache off from friction from eating out his wife. Oh like, wow! That's the implied yeah. joke, and it's like the next time I see him, he's like, you know, rubbing his mustache off with this guy, uh, Frank. Yeah, um, yeah. Nick Offerman was great. You know, I, what I call that. Definitely... I call that fucking acting. Is this is this the epitome of masculinity? Like, cause he was like the definition. Like for us in, the, in our in our thirties, right? People who grew up like. He was like the definition of masculinity. He was like the the Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh, right, that was a terrible impression. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it, right? But anyway, because uh, he's not my generation. He, he was the generation good. before that, right? I had I had, I had uh, Ron Swanson, so I just pick up computers and I throw them in the in the garbage cans because I grew up on meme culture, uh, right? So like this, I just I just thought it was like the epitome of acting. Uh, I don't know if the choice, if the casting choices were like on purpose, because like Nick Offerman being like the epitome of masculinity, uh, and then Frank, um, Rob and I were talking about this as well. When he gets old, <laughs> he kind of looks like Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, a wonder... lot, like, yeah, a lot, like a lot, a lot. If you just see him sitting there, he's got the, the beard and like. Yeah, but when he's old, like, like can yeah, cancer, cancer, Frank. Yeah, dude. he had Jordan Peterson syndrome. When he throws that suit on, and it especially. 
Uh, but shout out to Jordan Pearson, who somehow is skinnier than this actor playing a cancer patient. Like, you know, like, whoa. shout out to the carnivore diet. Like, way to keep that, way to keep those carbs off. Um, but I don't know if that's trolling or just brilliant casting or just a coincidence or projecting. I have no idea. But I think this is one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. I felt the entire episode. I emoted. I emoted. Oh, yeah. I like I like how they, how they played it out. So let's break this down. We start off, right? This is so good. The writing just so good. Because the first two episodes, we start with a prologue, and then we go to current day. And in this episode, record scratch, we start with current day, and then we get kind of like a prologue. But, you know, like we get like a backstory, right? Let me ask you guys this. If you were Joel, would you give Ellie a gun? She really wants a gun. I think she's gonna get one before the season's over. Oh, she definitely grabbed the gun this episode. She definitely stole one. She stole oh, yeah. Frank's gun. She's got one hidden just in yeah, case. Yeah, she's got she one seems, now. She seems to have a uh, dark passenger with her because she seemed to like enjoy cutting that or killing that or messing, cutting up that infected before killing Ooh, him. So yeah, let's talk I'd about say, that for a I'd second. I'd say he's slowly starting to trust her though. And then, oh, yeah, then Joel. Get, well, especially once he's, she's already got a gun. I, I'd say they're just going to go from it. They're just going to go from it. So, like, talking about the trust, like, we get, and Rob, you played the game, so you know this, like, when you talk about trust, like, you feel it growing, but Joel also lays down, like, three solid rules. Oh, and those rules are, like, exactly taken out of the game. It's exactly, the right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. They made, yeah, I can tell that way, from the trust the triangle to run. Trust they made square significant to crouch. Changes four. in this episode. Press start to save game, save progress. Right. Uh, and I'm about to about to pass over to Robbie to to break down the the differences in the Franks and the Bills uh, between the game and, and the and the TV show. The birds and the bees. But I gotta say, from the change, I am totally fine with it. And one, because I think it's beautiful. Two, I think it's better. Right, I thought it made for a better story. But I think three, I'm not sure how much this weighs. I don't know if it's 10% or 90%, right? Uh, but this was also kind of like written and show ran by the creator of the video game, right? So I kind of feel yeah. like every change made in the TV show is like sanctioned, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Blessing. So like, it feels so much easier to like love and, and connect with the changes in the TV show because like it's made with love and it's made by the same guy and he's just like hey this is how i would do it because it's a different medium what do you guys think well i think um like bill's like an actual character billy and or ellie and joel meets so i thought it was kind of it seemed a bit pointless to introduce him and just not have him interact with them at all i mean obviously they interacted with joel in the flashback and it was nice to have tess come back in a yeah, flashback for a little bit. just a character you run into to get the vehicle in the game. Yeah, so yeah. I think it would be cool because, Sorry. but I think it would be cool to see how he and he interacted. It could be funny. Uh, that would be yeah. good to see them interact. I see, okay, okay. I see what you're saying for us. Like, why, why dedicate basically an entire episode to a character who will never interact with the main character? And I, my personal takeaway, my assumption was it's a beautiful story right but it, it's an excuse they, to they, tell Joel a beautiful story him. because Joel they needed the parts have... what were we saying rob yeah joe and him did have a little history and they kind of broke that down how they how they kind of met each other and then uh, he's like i never liked you but i respected you 
Oh, how oh, about blah, the, blah, blah, uh, blah, blah, get the get that gun out of my fucking face. Dude, so good, dude. Like, hey, I'm not a bad guy, you're not a bad guy, and get the fucking gun out of my face. Dude, he was so smooth about it, dude. He was just like, he was like, how's the weather? Get that fucking gun out of my face. Yeah. Um, but was, let's write this it down, was pretty right? Good. Um, oh, before we break this down, I did want to say one extra thing. Uh, and I really enjoyed how Ellie by the world like like she was like what like you get to fly in the sky like that's so cool and oh like, yeah there's a car and she's like what this is a car and she doesn't know what a safety belt is and i was just they like they do yeah, play like, her innocence a little extra in the show <laughs> yeah do they i i love it dude because like that yeah think about it, it's like oh yeah, yeah. Like, you really feel Bibles like was 23 years ago and she's like 12 so yeah she would have no idea up in this well, like, she had no like, idea what airplane. She was, was like disconnected for a long time. Yeah, he was like, you didn't miss much being in a cramped plane with crappy food. <laughs> yeah, but and like, they were like, but you got to go into this. Sky, yeah, dude, man. It, it's a great reminder that like, they don't have helicopters. Dope things in the world that we just take for granted, like background audio. I would imagine if helicopters <laughs> still in the, in this world, like the Fedra, maybe. I mean, obviously, maybe she hasn't been in one. Well, you but think I the first, maybe the first ten years, but the last 13 i feel like a lot of those helicopters are bye-bye well they still have cars going around i imagine they still have helicopters being stocked and fueled and that's true but she didn't know what a safety she didn't know what a, a seat belt was it's a belt so. on your seat not that hard um right. but it's more what, like way a, to way to way to abandon what's that what's that um movie term um about mcguffin no the gun. forget something to fall into the movie damn whatever um, you like uh exposition belief suspicion oh, just believe okay. that's it anyway guys uh america right we we got pretty lucky in comparison to this with covid19 right like one of the funniest tweets i read during the lockdown this is like two or three months into the lockdown right one of the funniest tweets was like well, it's nice to know that none of us would have survived the zombie apocalypse, right? We were getting stir crazy. So my question to you guys is, do you think the government would do mass graves today? Like our government right oh, now? Oh man, how they, yeah, how they saw all the bodies. <laughs> no. Right? Yeah, dude, that's scary, dude. Like, dude, that's, that's what I'm like, dude, I've never felt more prepper in my entire life. I was like, yeah, dude, I was going on Twitter. I was like, yeah, guys, you go protect that second amendment. It's not for me. We all got to turn like, into Bill. Someone needs to be protecting it. Yeah, like, Bill's like shit. definitely 100% right. I, he's one of those preppers that's been just preparing for this for dude, years. Bill is, <laughs> Bill is so right, dude. And he knew exactly dude, where to go. How about that? How about that secret trap door to his bunker? That's oh, nice. dude, I want one in my house. That's so good. I don't care if it goes to a bathroom. How it how it moves that uh, what what was that? It was like some, a wardrobe or some some furniture. Yeah, on top, dude, it was so nice. Yeah, and how it's just like bolted to the floor <laughs> and moves with the door. That was yeah, cool. dude. Yeah, dude. Because he got the big red X on his door from the soldiers, which means it was all clear, right? Like, and then dude, everyone cleared out of town, and that dude was a and he's got cameras in the everywhere. Store, dude, the first thing. Oh, dude, yeah, that was one of the things I, I wanted to bring up. I was like, what that look of just pure joy in his face. Yeah, you know, right. he's got the town to himself. Dude, but just it's not just he's got the town to himself. Imagine being a paranoid prepper for like 30, 40 plus years, and you're, right? It, and like, then you're right. You're what better moment right. where you can say? <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> like, 
and it's sad, right? And and reality, it's sad because you know, I mean, I say reality, it's a fucking television show. Like, I mean, reality, it's sad because like all all of his town, all of his neighbors got fucking gunned down in, in a mass grave, right? But like, Bill is so happy. He like he was right all along, and he oh, gets just prepped. shopping through Home Depot. He's just no, he goes, he grabs his he, neighbor's boat. He buys he, that premium cuts on, fucking gas. He, oh yeah, hits that ninety one. <laughs> he gets that ninety one. He's been treating himself. Uh, so he gets all those drums. He cuts on the the reserve gas line, yeah. but it's just going to be him, so it'll last him for years. For well, the thing is, that's why he had to build that fence, though. People would come. And what a fence, dude! Yeah, we'll and, get into it. We'll zombies. get into it. <laughs> oh man, all those traps he got set up. Dude, over so time. sick. But that yeah. never gets old. But and he think- has. He's got it all automated so that they, they trip a sensor. He goes to turn a TV on to watch him just like run into his trap. Dude, it's so good. But let's talk about the biggest trap of all falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So after this, after we meet Bill, we, we, we flash forward four years. I a hole. Oh, he was so paranoid about like, there's just. <laughs> Four of them in his group just waiting. Frank was just like yeah, the absolute dude. worst to survive. He fell in a hole in the middle of the day. I, I thought I mean, about lying that I had a weapon. He might be the absolute worst at surviving, but there are at least nine dead people that were worse than him. That's true. Survived. Like he can't and play that, piano. He can't that cook. Dinner, that dinner and wine that he got. Yeah. So here's my question. First off, as like, dude, as soon as Frank got out of that hole, I was like, Yo, are they about to fuck? And then. They have like this awkward, like he's making them dinner and they start connecting and they're playing piano. He's acting like a waiter to him. My heart of hearts, dude, was hoping this was going to be like a a Poe and Finn situation from Star Wars, right? I thought this was going to be a beautiful platonic love story about two grown ass men finding each other and finding comfort and platonic intimacy, uh, like growing up, like in this apocalypse, like growing old in this apocalypse together. Uh, when Bill said the there song. wasn't a woman, he yeah, got the hit. And I was like, oh, no, no. I was like, no, they got, they got fucked. He's like, I know. And There's then no when woman, he said, no, I go, go take a shower, <laughs> and you just wait in bed for him. Like, yeah. Damn, Here's my thing. Best. <laughs> was do you think do you think Frank was gay the whole time? Because I'll tell you right now, if I got trapped in that hole and I was getting those vibes from Bill and he gave me that wine and he I poured that wine with his thumb in the middle of that bottle. The, Frank, Frank was just pretending to be gay, just get Yeah, yeah I would have changed dude, I would have changed so fucking fast, dude. Nah, dude. I guess as soon as like, Oh, Bill when he found that out wine, I do what you gotta do is survive. Yeah, dude, I'm like, nah, dude. I don't want to go to Boston. I want to stay here. This His guy, wife oh, shows dude, up right. one day. Say, like, oh, hi, honey. <laughs> Frank said that line when uh, he was like, I was like, if we do this, I'm going to stay a few more days. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, right? And then it's just a waste. Three so, like, years later. Basically, like, he's, he's doing this just to stay. That's what I'm saying, right? It's like, dude, I get it. Like, you know, I've seen movies about prison. And then they then they fell in love for real. Like, what if he really was from the start, but then he started to really fall in love? Dude, that would be been, kind of like, funny. Yeah, it would be funny if he was faking the whole time for 20 years. I, I swear I'm not a whore. It's like, what, what he actually said. Yeah, dude, that's, I love He's like, I'm not a whore. I don't do this often. I'd be like, bro. Then they get internet again. They go to frankisahore.com. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm like, bro, there ain't no one in this town but me. I don't care if you're the biggest. You're the player. biggest whore in town. Yeah, like, yeah, you're my whore. In town. Uh, they, so they cut to three years and just like, dude, so oh, dude, you. What a good cut. It's intimate. It's romantic, and then just like marriage, you blink and they're fucking screaming at each other. So, like, right? I could, I could see like, if if they didn't fix that right there, that would have been the game. Yeah. So, oh, that's so a good point. I actually, yeah. so I actually on, have the letter elaborate. pulled up right here. Yeah, elaborate a little bit more for Robbie. Okay. You want to go a little more, or you say? No, I want you to. I want you to elaborate. Yeah, so set us up. So tell us, the, this is the difference between the game, and this is where we really diverge. Yeah, I so like in the game, you find this you find this note from Frank. Like, Bill doesn't even know, like, what's been up with Frank. It says, well, Bill, I doubt you'd ever find this note because you were too scared to ever make it to this part of town. So basically, Frank, <laughs> this move. He, he moved to the, he couldn't really leave because of all the zombies and they were so set up there. He basically took, he basically went as far away as he could to the other side of town. And he basically <laughs> made that the other side of town. Passive like aggressive. I hate you. I'm leaving you. However, uh, I appreciate what you did and keeping this community safe. Yeah, what? So that would have been cool yeah, to see. So the, the rest of the notes says, like, I doubt you ever find this note because you were too scared to ever make it to this part of town. But if for some reason you did, I want you to know I hated your guts. Whoa! I grew, t- <laughs> I grew tired of this shitty town and your and and of your set up set in your ways attitude. I wanted more from life than this. If you could ever get that. And that stupid battery you kept moaning about, I got it. But I guess you were right. Trying to leave this town will kill me. It's still better than spending another day with you. Good luck, Frank. Like, things, things didn't end as happy in the game. Which is, this is exactly but, why I but, like this episode way more than the game. But you needed, you needed a battery, so you you set out with Bill to go get the battery so you could fix the, the truck. So and that's leave. how you find his body? That's yeah, like, and you find body. out that apparently Frank got bit, and before he could turn, he hung himself. You bit? You bit? Yeah, hung but, uh, but that's when you start, that's when you actually get the hint that uh, they were actually together. He wasn't just a friend, because he gets oh. really emotional. And he even says like something about like only so is this Frank? He's like, Yeah, only Frank would wear a shirt stupid as that or something. Like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's definitely some bitter ex shit right there. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, and he he says like he, he was my partner. Wink wink, grin grin, nudge nudge. Well it <laughs> is it, it is fun to point out that uh the outbreak took place in September 2003, and gay marriage wasn't legalized in Massachusetts till November 2003. Right? Ooh, yeah, man. I watched that. Screen, I world, watched that Screen Rant video. <laughs> yeah, what's up? The world diff- basically shut down, so that's that's yeah, where, dude. You're not exactly fighting for gay rights when you're fighting for your life. Earth is closed today, Squidward. <laughs> shut up, Iron Man. Um, yeah. But so. Thank you, Robbie, for breaking down for your 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 PlayStation analysis. We appreciate that. One of my favorite parts about that couple's fight, right? So going back to in the game where they 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 were able to rectify the, the, this fight here. I like your theory, Rob. Right? Like if they did yeah, this that, fight right that, here, that totally would have been the game if they didn't fix things. So I guess really like the the changing the pivoting point in the argument is when like Frey is freaking out about Bill being paranoid, and he's like, you fucker like you think 
like everyone in the government is like, you think the government's full of Nazis? And then Bill's like, the government is full of Nazis, right? And then he's like, well, they are now. Nazis. So it's like, yeah, they are now. Yeah. Like, like like that kind of like dude, it's such good writing. Like that's like that was so that funny. is such a, like like in, like a couples fight, like screaming, making jokes, like punchlines, like, like, like screaming at each other. Like it's such a good couple. Like I love you, it. I swear to God, if you say resource management. One more I will time. What a dear trip, trip play. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> oh man! And then we flash forward. It's pretty funny. Years later. And then they're both and, like, one's Jordan Peterson, the other one is uh, Santa, and uh, <laughs> they're and they're growing strawberries. And then they try to fuck on some strawberries. Oh yeah! Oh, you remember like his like his his childish giggle when he tastes like. He's like, I traded these packets of seeds for a gun. He's like, which gun? Oh, it doesn't matter. A small a one. A small one. <laughs> he's like, how'd you get these seeds? And he's like, used to flashback with the test. Like, I'm not a whore. <laughs> but if I do this, I'm going to eat some of those seeds. <laughs> so, oh what's God, that, was that, was, that was actually one of the best scenes. Then, then three, Jeez, though. Then three the seats one. later. The next one was. Oh my right? god, that would be Dexposing so the strawberries to the middle of the night, right? And you think there's fire going off, right? And shit's like blowing up everywhere, right? It's, it's such a badass scene. I have one complaint. No, if I do this. And that's Bill. Like taking zero cover, right? Bill looks so cool in the middle of the street with his sniper rifle, like shooting raiders. But at the same time, it's like, Bill. He's just standing cover. there too. Take that some was one thing. Cover, wait, hold on, wait, 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 Major. Before we go back to the darkness, I did want to comment on the strawberry scene. Yeah, tell, yeah. Let's get some forest in that, expert from our non-forest expert. In that, in that horrible, horrific post-apocalyptic scenario with fungal zombies. Yeah. They didn't watch the they strawberries. Traded, them. They traded a handgun, which in this scenario would be of incalculable value. For a packet of seeds, yeah, to grow strawberries, yeah. But so, think about like the the value of that moment when they ate those strawberries. I mean, yeah, you could pe- you know, yeah, they, they imagine imagine gun. the sacrifice of giving away a gun. I mean, that'd be well. He had like a hundred. He had like a hundred guns, though. So yeah. no, I mean, Not even then, Forrest, dude, there's no he, more gu- no. gun manufacturing happening. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's like he know. cares about strawberries. I strawberries would say like hundred. I would say like over two hundred guns. But yeah, but even that's that's a trivial amount. Man. I mean, in the grand scheme of, yeah, I could see if he had like two guns, and yeah, but yeah, they uh they had the strawberries and they had the cream later. So yeah, but. Boo. Is anyone else gonna boo that? Is it gonna be me? Rob, you want boo? I'm gonna boo that joke. Boo. So how did how did Frank get how did Frank get the mercenaries to stop attacking them? Damn it, Forrest, you ruined oh, my point. I was themselves. trying to they all, arrive at it. They all killed themselves, basically. No, right? I think he had to sleep with the the raiders. Just keep. If I do this, if I do this, you gotta stop attacking. Wait, so. Force, why here is that you want to spin? And then he just the tells them that the the, the flamethrowers finished them off. Yeah. Yeah, the something's, something's flaming, that's for he, sure. He's just in bed with like five there's, guys. The, yeah, there's, there's like three of three to five of them. One's like Force, one's like horribly here, burned. Force, why here is you want a spinoff called The Last of Cock? No, it's just uh, a story Frank, of Frank. Frank is a whore. 
It's Sleeping called his Frank. way through the apocalypse. <laughs> that should be part of the it's title. Called, it's Frank, called Frank is a whore. Frank the post apocalyptic whore. It's called The First of Us. <laughs> Frank's a whore. The First of Us colon The whore of us. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Who gave away an instrument of violence. His butthole was, a moment of, his butthole of, was of incalculable value. Uh, thank like you. I thought to say, I thought you were about to say his butthole was, uh, was a weapon. Jeez, Forrest. <laughs> he gave really... away. Like, uh, no, Forrest is right. No, Bill gave away his gun. Every person's butthole is of incalculable value. Treasure your butthole. If you don't treat it well, it will fuck you. It will, it will make you pay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This episode brought to you by Charmin. Taco Bell. Uh, or Taco Bell, one of the two, or none at all. Um, but guys, let's flash forward. Let's get away from this awkward conversation. Let's flash forward to present-ish day 2023, where cancer is still a bitch, uh, apocalypse or not. So Frank chooses his last day, and he picks out everything he wants to do. Right? He's dying of cancer. We don't know how he knows he has cancer, but like you know, cancer is cancer. You oh, kind of know it. We don't know. How he got the right medicine for cancer since he was mentioned med- medicine and you read he mentioned medicine, but like, yeah, but it's like it's not a headache, it's not like he just gave him ibuprofen. Like, there's different cancer pills for different cancers, right? And there's no way to properly diagnose what cancer he has. How he, like, how did he help how he named the pills? It was like the big, big roundy, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. That's exactly how I want my pills to be named. Yeah, the big roundy is exactly how I want my pills. Like, they probably had to go to the library. Get that, like, and what, medical textbook. what was it? He was he was also in the Parks and Recreation. He was in Parks and Rec. He was Ron Swanson. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He, you kind of heard of heard his his other character. He, uh, a little bit come enough out. to kill a horse. <laughs> Put in there another. Oh yeah, right. Kill a horse. But guys, like, think about the love and respect like Bill has for Frank, right? Like, so. Like, Frank says he wants to kill himself. Like, Bill obviously doesn't want that to happen. Like, first off, like, dude, I, so I'm going to admit, like, I'll be the first to say it. Uh, I, I shed a couple tears. I cried a little bit during this episode, right? And it's not just because I cried during wedding episodes on television, right? That, I cried a little bit more when they got married. Oh, but, like, that, I was that crying camera this part, view dude. through the window. That, oh, that my was, God, the camera view. That, that was just the cherry brilliance. on top there. Oh, my God. God, the cinematic the strawberry on top. This, the, the strawberry, strawberry on top. Cream. I like it. Yes. <laughs> the seed on top. Yeah. Um, um, but so, like, so, like, think about this. Like, Bill, he, he, you know, he gives them to Frank. Frank chooses everything for his last day. But, like, Bill has already decided, like, he doesn't want to live without him. So he's going to die too. Right. And he's so fucking selfless right he hasn't mentioned like, any of this shit he did it did he also put it in his wine oh yeah he said he put he put a bunch of pills fresh like up in the wine that whole bag in that... so i i yes it did i just you know like to believe that when you crush up a bunch of pills there's a lot more powder i guess right um so maybe you know he crushed them and put half of it in there and the other half but you're right it looked it looked like a it did look like the full bag of pills were crushed up um and it, it was like the same amount of that little bit of wine he had in there that's kind right mix that well yeah i mean exactly dude, yeah i agree like... with that. thank you robbie i agree yeah. yeah that's actually one thing i was thinking i was like no that shit doesn't mix that well like i can't mix salt water i can't mix hot water and salt and that he well. just chug that thing and then oh but how beautiful was it when bill chugged it too right so frank chugs it yeah. he just drinks downs it all right 
And then Bill Symbogley does the same thing. And like, like Frank instantly knows, like, fuck, did you just kill yourself too? And it's so beautiful, dude. Like they, like they, they fucking, they go off a notebook themselves, right? Like, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, there. And like to put it in perspective, like there was this terrible, terrible. Just, it breaks my fucking heart. Like thinking about it. There's a case two weeks ago here in Florida, where uh, uh, a very old couple, a uh, husband was like dying of cancer. Right, he was terminally ill. Um, and, and his 70s or 80s, the wife's 70s, 80s, or right, they decided like it was supposed to be like a murder suicide, but the husband wasn't strong enough to pick up the gun to kill his wife and then kill himself. So the wife killed the husband, but then didn't have, couldn't pull the trigger on herself. And like, dude, like I think about this maybe once a fucking day. Like my heart, ooh, my heart goes out to her. Like That's to rough be, to live with. dude, to be so in love with someone, like to spend 50, 60 years of your life with somebody, right? And like, dude, when they're when they're ready to die, I'm ready to die, right? And you end up killing the person, and you can't do it to yourself, and you have to like live with that for the rest of your life. Like, that's rough. Like, that's fucking rough. And I don't know, dude, it, it hits a home. And this episode hits a home. Like, this is this is love. It's messy. It's not easy, right? Sometimes it feels like the world's attacking you. Sometimes it feels like there's fucking fungus outside your, your, your walls, right? And what you just need to do is have your Frank and be your Bill. Right, whether that's platonic or, or romantically, be there for each other. So, what a fucking episode! What a yeah, beautiful what episode! A, and, yeah, then it, and then, like the, Robbie said, all the hints it, when uh, dude, the zoom out when Joel and end. Ellie were were walking into the yeah, room. he was like, "Don't go in the bedroom; it's gonna smell." And the bedroom's locked, yeah, the and she gets the letter. Oh, she gets the letter, and it's oh, so and good. they and mentions Tess. Yeah, like oh, oh mentions yeah. test. Oh, and he's not allowed to mention test anymore. Before that, like, dude, he's like, uh, to whomever finds this, but probably Joel. And then like, like, Joel reading this because like anyone else would have like been blown up by my trick mites. Ha 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 ha. Blown it up and by I, was one like, of my I was like, it's oh, so man. And he has <laughs> in the, exactly in the game. Right it's not just like traps out outside outside the fence there it's all over the town because like i heard this the, one of the best episodes of the game did you really enjoy that yeah before you um before you find bill you one of his traps you're like hanging upside down shooting zombies that are walking toward you and you're just trapped upside down hanging there and then bill oh, rescues cool. you that's yeah cool. and, and then bill and then it's not frank up. Frank's uh, you're, you're yeah, I guess now. that's Frank's one positive is uh, is Bill survives. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, he's actually in the garage when you're getting the truck. So he survives the game. Does he get killed in the game? Yeah, he, yeah, Bill survives in the game. Oh, is he in part two? No, uh, spoilers! No, no, spoilers! No, 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 I actually haven't even finished part two. Oh, okay. Oh, but you've started right, well, you know he's in there. I think I think that's our show. I don't think he's in there. I think we. Uh, that's what she said. Covered, yeah. <laughs> so, Major, you want to plug our social media? Oh, you know I do, guys. You can join us on Twitter at Zealot Podcast. We'd love to hear from you guys. How terrible is Velma? I know you guys are going to tweet back. Now you guys are watching Velma. Uh, I'm barely watching Velma. <laughs> uh, and I'm only doing it for you, motherfuckers. Just... 
It's awful. It's such are you a even, Are you still watching there? Are you just looking up reviews? No, dude, I'm actually watching. I'm watching it for the fans. I'm, I'm, I'm it's like it. it's like 1.6 IMDb. Yeah, dude, and like dude, it's, it's got, not even it's like, got a six percent on. It's pretty low. It's not even like misogynistic or like vitriol enough to like hate watch. It's just like. Like once, once every fifteen minutes, there's like an insult at like I don't know your your cis white male or whatever. And you're like, wait, what should you say? Like, how did that get through like the the editors or whatever? But it's not like infuriating enough to like rage watch. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is when I watch Velma. It is a it is an act of love for the listener, and nothing fucking more. Much like Bad Batch, but Bad Batch is way more rewarding. Guys, Wait, so they're like subliminally messaging people? What were you saying? There's like subliminal messaging? I mean, what's not the... subliminal messaging? But I don't know what you're referring to specifically. Smoke. Oh, in Velma. Smoke. Oh, no, no, not subliminal. No, no, no subliminal messages. There's, there's, there's subliminal there's, messages there's... in this podcast. Smoke. Are you smoking? <laughs> are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. Taco Bell. Uh, what um, were you saying? Um, yeah, so uh, I think we'll, we might dive into Bad Batch more next week, but we're like an hour and ten. Oh, so but Forrest, uh, can, I, can I get a personal commitment from you, Forrest, to watch episode six, six of the Bad Batch? You don't have to watch five, but I want you to watch six Tribe. Will you watch right. that before the next sure. episode? Sure, I'll try my best. So, no, no, no. There is no try. Right. Do or do not. There is no try. Oh, if I, oh, we got it in. If I do this, if I do this, all right, Moja. If I do this, I want you to stay on the app for my podcast for a little while. Hey guys, bro. Like prank. Uh, okay. James Gunn <laughs> announcing DCEU 2025 and beyond. Guys, uh, a ten-year plan. It sounds like Zach Isels is going to be around for ten more years. Ten more years. A hundred, a hundred, hundred episodes. Forrest and Robbie and Tip. Uh, insert the the Rick and Morty rant. Uh, that's that's a great uh, way to end, close our show. Hundred years, hundred years. You you and me and Forrest and Tip and, and I'm Major. <laughs> I'm Tip, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>